Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 270. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. Thank you so much for listening. Today's blogcast was meant to be last week's blogcast, and I will tell you why uh, later on. Uh, Meanwhile, though, I will tell you that this blog is a follow-up to a previous blog, blogcast, um, and the previous one was called a $5,000 grant would be a $5,000 problem. So if you would like to listen to that one first, before you listen to this one, you may want to. I don't think you'll be lost in this one if you haven't uh, listened to that one. But but this one sort of follows on the heels of, of that story, Grant, Rant. I don't know. Um, And this was also inspired by people's response to that post. So there is a little bit of a a, a continuum if you would like to read or listen to that previous one. There is also a third post in this series that is uh, a follow-up of this one, uh, which I have not yet posted on the blog, so you'll see that soon. But this is called Making Something. In response to my post about the $5,000 arts grant, several sweet, well-meaning people offered some suggestions for stuff I could do to take advantage of it. There were project suggestions and ideas for ways to game the system. But the parts I can't stop thinking about are the suggestions that featured making something. Because that something is exactly the thing that's at issue. The art happens in the something. That's the place where the idea happens. Deciding what the something will be is the hard part. (laughs) If you have a good something, a lot of things can start to fall into place. But finding a good something is not easy. Generally, I don't have much trouble coming up with ideas. Ideas have historically come pretty cheap for me. I foster the environment for them to turn up, and they do, often in numbers too big to execute. But an idea is not a something. An idea is not necessarily a thing I can make. I had an idea about a Buto barista once, but that little nugget had nowhere to go. It wasn't anywhere close to a something. Let's say this little nugget of an idea were to grow up into a play. Then I could imagine the places it needed to develop, and it becomes a show in my imagination. That's still not really a something. It could be somebody's something, but if I don't have an idea about how to produce it, it's just a full idea in my computer. I have bushels of those. They only become something I can make when either the conditions are possible or I feel so fired up about it, I'll find a way to make it even without the right conditions. It is a long journey from an idea to something. And that journey is often a whole lot of work. But because it's the kind of work no one sees, it seems like the something just emerged, fully formed, out of my head, like Athena being born to Zeus. But you get a something the same way you birth an actual baby, with a lot of pushing and crying. I don't know if maybe artists have somehow made what we do look too easy. 
Is this why people think we can make things by just wishing for them? Most art takes a ton of work. You want a swank artistic mural on your public square's wall? That's awesome. But settle in because it's going to take a while. It's not just the time it's going to take to paint it. In a way, that's the easy part. Your muralist is going to have to come look at the site, measure the wall, get a sense of the environment it's in, and maybe then they can start playing with some ideas. They'll have to draw the idea they settle on, figure out how it will work in the space, and then get the approval of the person who commissioned it. That's a lot of work before the visible work of standing in front of a wall with a paintbrush happens. Most of the public will think of the something as that time with the paintbrush, but most artists think of that part as the easier bit. It's the performance that people see, not the months of prep and rehearsal. The something appears to be the show, but in fact, it's the whole process, even from that first nugget of an idea. When you make something, context matters. You make a different mural on a door than you would on the walls of the National Palace. If you're putting on a show, you put on a different something on a Broadway stage than you would on a street corner. It's not that I have no ideas. If someone said, hey, I'll give you a Broadway stage and a Broadway budget, I've got six shows ready to go. What I don't have in my back pocket are the ideas for no budget, no fuss, quickie street performances. I have had those ideas, but I'm fresh out at the moment. But let's say you make stuff out of popsicle sticks. Maybe it's not so hard to just make something because all you do is just sit down with your single material and see what happens. But even for a singular popsicle stick artist, with a grant like this, you're going to have to make up a context for it. Figure out where to have your popsicle stick show or figure out how to involve an audience. You'll need a whole something that isn't just the making of your something. Is there something I could make for this grant? Actually, turns out there is. I applied for it a week ago. <laughs> but do you know how that something came to me? Three weeks in a quiet place with access to a swimming pool. That's how it came to me. My brain needed that kind of quiet and pleasurable movement before it could put any water in my well of inspiration. So this story had a happy ending, but only because I happened to be lucky enough to be gifted such time and space. I don't like the chances of the rest of New York's artists to get the same sort of opportunities. Not everyone gets the chance to replenish depleted creativity wells and see something emerge. I feel like the thing to hold on to here is that some things come out of resources. If someone said, here's $5,000, go make something. That would be a whole different world of inspiration. I would have $5,000 to make something, and something would emerge. If a Broadway producer gave me a theater and a Broadway-sized budget, I would make a Broadway-sized something. As it happens, I had a different sort of resource that allowed me to come up with something for $5,000, but I needed those resources first. That's why all arts funding is backwards. They ask us to tell us what we'd make with next to nothing, when really, if we had the resources, we wouldn't need to invent anything. The well would be full, 
and ideas and somethings would pour out of it. So the next post on this one is the rejection post for the grant. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, I applied for this thing and no, I didn't get it. And I'll tell you all about it and my thoughts about it and all that stuff in that post when it goes up. Hopefully later this week. Meanwhile, uh, the reason that you didn't hear from me last week is pretty personal, which is not what I usually get up to on this here podcast or on the blog, really. Um, But my brother, my youngest brother, uh, was killed in an accident, and I've had trouble saying those words out loud, so I couldn't really talk last week. Um, and I'm trying to continue as normal this week. And it is not easy. But. But what? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's what's going on. Um, apologies if you were hungry for the blogcast last week and didn't get it. Um, but I knew you'd understand. And. Yeah, you. you, you <clears throat> I did, however, last week before this happened, uh, record the song. So I recorded the song the day before and uh, then got the news the next day before I could record the whole broadcast. Uh, so, so the song, luckily, is from the before. <laughs> um, I think if I tried to record it now, my voice would not hold up. It's been a long been a long week. So, uh, so that song is coming up in just a moment. It is um, Something in the Way She Moves by James Taylor. Uh, it's funny because I chose it because I, th- I, I would always get this song, the James Taylor song, mixed up with the Beatles song, which is the same concept of Something in the Way She Moves, except the Beatles one is called Something and James Taylor's is called Something in the Way She Moves. But they're really, you know, about the same thing. Uh, So I initially thought, oh, this is all about something, so I'll play something. But uh, the Beatles' something is a lot harder to play (laughs) than James Taylor's something. Also, I actually really like this James Taylor song. It might be my favorite, and I can't believe I've never recorded it before. So uh, you're going to hear that in a minute. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you like the podcast, please tell someone about it. You can support it on patreon.com slash Davis. There's also PayPal and Ko-fi. All those links are in the show notes. And, uh, oh, one other thing about this uh, James Taylor song. Um, I became obsessed with this song from his first album. Apparently... There's this best of one that also does a recording of it, which I do not like at all. But this one, so I, mine is inspired by that first album. So if you've never heard his initial recording of the song from his first album, I do recommend it. Um, It's got this kind of fun harpsichord intro. Um, Also, I don't usually change the gender of a song, uh, but in this case, I did because... There is a verse that I think is really weird. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to lie. I love this song. But this one verse, 
is, uh, it's just, I needed to reverse the gender because I thought this is, this will reveal something about the song to anyone who hasn't really thought about this verse before. Um, but basically the verse of the song is, um, it isn't what she's got to say or how she thinks or where she's been. To me, the words are nice the way they sound. I like to hear them best that way. It doesn't matter what they mean. She says them mostly just to calm me down. Um, which, you know, is a real crap way to talk about someone you love. I would be really upset if someone didn't care what I had to say. <laughs> like, a lot. Um, and I feel like by, by switching the gender, those who might not feel that uh, might get a sense of what it might be like to have your thoughts not matter. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's what that's going to be about. Um, so uh, I will play it for you on ukulele. I, I also experimented with playing it on guitar, and I just felt like the ukulele gave it a, a different sound. The guitar really sounds like... It sounds like it usually sounds, right? It sounds like a James Taylor song, but the ukulele gives it a little bit of a, a different flavor. So, without further ado, I give to you something in the way she moves. There's something in the way he moves Looks my way, calls my name That seems to leave this troubled world behind and if I'm feeling down and blue Or troubled by some foolish game He always seems to make me change my mind And I feel fine any time he's around me now He's around me now Almost all the time And if I'm well you can tell He's been with me And I feel fine Every now and then the things I lean on lose their meaning And I find myself careening into places where I should not let me go He has the power to go where no one else can find me And to silently remind me of the happiness and good times that I I feel fine. 